right, welcome back, everyone, to the right, Miranda's guys. podcast. Well, season three. So here's the deal. This is, <laughs> this is. I think we start off every week saying this is like, this is a different episode. This is a different episode because we've already recorded this episode, or rather one of us recorded this episode. And I have, in many times in my life, failed with technology. And if Jason Goldrosen is listening, listening, he knows this Oh very well. Um, we recorded this episode on Saturday. It was a fantastic recording. <laughs> Gilly texted me today asking me to send over my recording and my response was just, oh fuck. I never clicked record on my end. So we're now, it's a Monday after Sarah, work. we're not like, on trial. You're like, it was a Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, honestly, I live my life. I live my life as if I am on trial and I've done something gravely wrong and I have to like pay my for my sins <laughs> and I don't like making mistakes and I was just sitting there and I was just like oh no I've I've just made such a blunder um so yeah we have season three <laughs> episode two we've watched it it was a great episode we rated it and we're gonna watch it again do another and maybe live our watch rating and- will change let's see if our rating changes <laughs> <laughs> now that we've watched it and we've already done this before. Um, but anyway, so, I wanted yeah. to bring up, we got positive feedback from um, the live watch episode. Um, we've had a few different people text us saying they really liked it. Um, that style, that format. So we're going to do it again. We're going to be using um, Teleparty, which was once Netflix Party, probably like at the beginning of the pandemic, you might have tried Netflix Party and it like didn't work well. Now it actually works. Um, and you can do it with like HBO Max and Hulu. I'm not being paid for this. I kind of wish we were, but anyway, um, so yeah, we're, we're on our respective laptops and we're watching and hopefully (laughs) we'll both have audio. (laughs) So we've already seen this episode, by the way. We have. And teleparty is great if you want to be held hostage by somebody else's ability to press pause (laughs) at any time. And Gilly will abuse the pause button many times. So teleparty is great if you want to control the narrative and talk during the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if you had time to fiddle around with teleparty, but I made it it so only I can pause. Because I was like, I don't trust this girl anymore. (laughs) No, I know. This is a promise. I've now lost, like, any faith. Because Dakota has now witnessed me multiple times, like, fuck things up with, like, recordings, like, recording anything. And, like, this happened with Tipsy Scoop when I knocked the recorder over. We lost all the... I forgot about that. We lost all the auto recordings. I knocked it over. This happened when I was recording Jason for Heather's beautiful Bachelorette video. And that was just a disaster because I fucked up twice in one night. And then now this. So I am okay losing some tech privileges. Um, it's <laughs> I like it the way you put it. Okay, let's press play then, shall we? All right. Um, quick little summary here. We left off with season three, episode one, and Miranda is back with Steve, kind of back with Steve. We left, you know, she opened her eyes post-LASIK surgery and saw him and, you know, was interested in him. Carrie is dating the politician, John Slattery, a great guest star, and they left off with him picking her up from the ferry, Staten Island. And yeah, and so we're kind of leaving off there, and Charlotte's on her quest to find, you know, a husband, and Samantha's just, you know, Samantha, plotless. And she has a great plot this episode, which we had a lot of fun watching. 
So we're watching okay. it again. You know what? We might be like repeating the same jokes and you better fucking laugh, Sarah. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's good. All right. I'm going to talk during the intro. Do it. I did... I did get some feedback from Heather that she says, so do you guys just let the episode play in the background? And I was like, <laughs> sometimes. And she's like, I'll be fast forwarding through that. <laughs> Enjoy, Heather. Give us some feedback. If you think it sucks, you can tell us. We don't care. We'll, Gilly can edit. I can, I can edit. I guess I can edit. We received great feedback aside from Heather. So we're just going to have to like block her from the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We did. We we from from trusted listeners. Okay, All right, so here we here go. We Intro go. is done. Politically erect. I have been dating politician Bill Kelly for three weeks now. Since most of my time with him was spent on the campaign trail, I decided to dress the part. I found some vintage holsters and did a spin on Jackie Kennedy, the early years. Amazing blowout. I love a blowout. My hair never looks better than when it's blown out. Who here knows what a city comptroller does? Do you know what a city comptroller does, Gilly? I figured we made a good match. I do not know what a city comptroller does. No, I don't either. We can, we'll have to look that up. Part of this world city is a populace whose passion, love, and devotion to their home and really, what's the difference? They're both about recycling shopworn ideas and making them seem fresh and inspiring. And it is this unique love affair, this symbiotic relationship between citizenry and city that I promise to cherish and protect. Thank you. So Carrie has this like giant flower thing on her dress, which you commented on the first time we recorded. It's yeah, really cool. I, I don't like wearing pins. Well, they're I don't know. eating each other's faces right now. What is that? You and me in the bedroom. Okay, can you pause it for a second, Gil? <laughs> okay, okay. One of my the one of my pet peeves <laughs> is conversations like that, like repartee like oh, that, which oh, is I hate like it. like, do you know my proposition 114? You mean the bedroom? Like who? talks that way. <laughs> and I think good TV is when we like like let let go of the charades. Like, that is disturbing to hear that man say that. It's so disturbing. But it's also like you're a teacher, so it's like people can't make that repartee with you. Like, ooh, can I be one of your students? <laughs> like, something really <laughs> perverted. But it's corny as fuck, and I also think it's so dated. It is. I, I it, it makes me cringe <laughs> and feel uncomfortable when I hear, like, like flirting done in this way. Is that on the ballot? I'm gonna press play. The ballot? Well, it ought to be. I'd back it. Find it whatever position you want. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Uh. Which way is the bedroom? Ah! <laughs> pause it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten far. All right, pause it. Pause. And I'm gonna mention this for anybody who realizes this about Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker is maybe. <laughs> what did we say? Five one, five two. Five one, five two. Yeah, literally. Okay, so <laughs> she was just hoisted with ease up in the air onto John Slattery's shoulder. Now, I have always had an issue with this, and I've seen this in multiple shows, movies, mm-hmm. particularly in this series. She is hoisted with ease, delicately <laughs> thrown over the shoulder. Now, yes. as somebody who's five nine, and you know, 
plus 160 pounds. I'm okay to say that. Like I can never be hoisted and people have to get into basically a squat position to lift me up. And I feel so much anger when I see petite woman like like basically picked up like a rag doll. <laughs> and, like, and like I have to get picked up as if somebody's like, you know, lifting like a heavy set. And it's just like or really frustrating. What that, what's that exercise circuit that people were doing intensely intensely for a while? CrossFit? <laughs> yeah, people are like have to like get their CrossFit on and what are like lift me up. Yeah, they're like, all right, we're gonna watch your back, bend your knees, watch we're gonna your lift back. We're gonna lift this five nine broad up, all right? It's just like and like I don't know, do you remember like in concerts when people were like, get on my shoulders? And I was like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so I okay, so that. I have a funny anecdote. Okay, so you know, so like on The Bachelor or in The Bachelorette, they always you know, when they're seeing their, like, boo or whatever, they do, like, run, jump, hug, where they, like, are so excited to see each other. And every time the girl, like, jumps up and, like, straddles him and he, like, holds her that way and kisses her. Yes, it, L- it, like, like a monkey on a tree. It makes me, like, so nauseated to watch. Like, I don't know why. I just find it so, like, because they all do it. They all do it. It's, like, something you just do on the show. Clearly someone didn't see The Notebook and enjoy it because that. I've I've never seen a real person do it. (sighs) I know. And you know what, Gil? I know (laughs) what you're saying. I get what you're saying. There is levels of running and leaping and being caught and thrown okay, so have you just, okay are you on tiktok no but i see tiktoks okay. on instagram have you seen the most recent trend in the past week or two that's been like people surprising their boyfriends in college or their girlfriends in college no so it's like someone like clearly they're like you know long distance relationship and someone like comes in and they have their backpack and their rolly suitcase and like they surprise the person and it's usually like people hanging out in an apartment or something. And then there's some song that's like in the background. And it's caused me so much anxiety to watch these because I'm like, oh, God, never catch like never like catch catch someone off guard. Like this seems like a recipe for disaster. So there's been this new kind of like meme inside joke going around called the couch guy because clearly in one of the videos, all of TikTok that was posted, like, oh my God, yay, reuniting. The rest of TikTok was like, this guy, like the girl sitting next to him and this guy clearly have a thing going on. Like, it was clear that like she was holding his phone and then like he passed it to her. It was like, it- Gil, <laughs> what? Where is this coming from? Where, where? <laughs> Wait, does this have anything to do with the jumping and like the monkey hug of girls or is this just another trend? Okay, Okay. anyway, that's okay. So that's just like some fun TikTok lighthearted conspiracy theories. Everyone's commenting on it. Okay, you're too deep into into tween talk. (laughs) Tween talk. In this same like series of surprising people, a girl surprises her brother or her brother surprises her. And they, she does, like, the straddle monkey hug on him. Okay. And it literally shows, like, people overlaying their own videos on top of this one. And it's just a bunch of guys being like, what <laughs> the fuck? Okay. And their faces being like, what the fuck? 
That is exactly like that creepy <laughs> ass Folgers, Folgers commercial <laughs> yeah. with the girl from the Christmas. That was always like the weirdest thing. Um, how old is the girl? Is the girl like eight years old? No, I mean, well, that's what's worse is that she's like probably like twenty, and he's probably and how like twenty four. <laughs> and everyone has been roasting this fucking video. Like, what All right, fuck? let me let me ask you a question. <laughs> what if it was two sisters? Um, it's you're, not you're, great. You're, you're saying a lot with your paws. <laughs> I think it might be more acceptable. I think it's the fact that. It's it was, a boy and a girl. It felt really inappropriate because it wasn't like it, it, it was incestuous and weird. It wasn't like it's too obvious that they were related. So everyone was like, "What the fuck? I thought they were boyfriend and girlfriend." <laughs> okay, you know what? Also, though, and I feel really bad when I when I had my orientation at Michigan, people thought my brother and I were dating because we spent so much time. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't who doesn't know, listening, I have a twin brother, and we look like kind of alike, and we had just got an iPhone. We had like we for like graduation. We were like the cool kids who got iPhones early in 2008, and the whole orientation we just like sat on our iPhones, like not communicating with anybody. And then somebody was like, "Oh wow, I thought you guys were dating." I was like, "Oh god, I got to branch out." Um, so I have sympathy, and also you know, no, I would. There's no monkey tree hugging. I'll, I'll send you the video. I'm gonna press play. Okay, play. <laughs> We see that it. was the night I had my political consciousness. I rights. wonder if that's Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't think it is. You don't think it is? I, is. I think it is. No. Wednesday? I'm not sure. I might be working. Thursday then. Okay, maybe Thursday. I'll see. Why do you have plans? <laughs> Steve, you can't just assume that I'm going to be free every night, right? Ah. Is it a date? It Aww. could be a date, what? in which case I wouldn't necessarily share that information with you. Why not? I'd like to know. We're dating. Nobody. She has a lot of guards up, Gil. <laughs> she does. <laughs> what is this, the third degree? I'm just trying to figure out when I get to see you again. I'm not dating anyone else. I'm not planning on dating anyone else. This I'm looks very old right now. It does. I see. Exclusive. Exclusive. I got it. Do you think it's people need the exclusive conversation? That way. So think about it. I do think that people need that conversation. It's not a great one to have. I mean, it's super uncomfortable. But I think it, like, again, like we were saying, like, I feel like there are people who, like, rely on technicalities and would be, you know, and I feel like I've heard people be like, well, we weren't actually dating, right? You know? And it's like, well, we basically were, you know? So oh, we, we talked about this where I really do believe that I I probably refer to people that, like, I dated them and they're like, we, we never dated. <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> we went out on dates. <laughs> so past tense, we dated. Where yes, there were yes. so many, like, technicalities in your early 20s. Where it's like, we went out on one date, you know? Yeah. But I, I, but I think. Okay, I never so if you, paid for dinner. We never, like, ate a meal. Yeah. <laughs> you never paid for dinner. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Wait, I think, I think, I don't know if I ever told you this. I, I went out on a date with a guy. And this is when I was still living in Michigan. 
and I didn't bring money because I thought it was a date. And that I know that was presumptuous on my part. And then he – I didn't have any – like there wasn't Venmo. There wasn't that left. So it was either like you were going to see the what person. and credit card? No, no, no. But I, I mean like there, the sharing of money was not easy over the phone. It was either like you sent them cash or you paid them another time. This guy literally had me mail him money. Shut up. Kelly, I mailed I mailed him money. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like if Shut you ever up. want to tell somebody that it's not a date, a get check me. Or no, I literally wrote, I really literally put, I think it was like $13.50 in an envelope. No. <gasps> oh my God. What was the date? Like one. It was drink, to the movies. Two, oh my God, no. What movie? Yeah. I oh I don't remember the movie. But do you want oh. me to tell you the person? Who? You're bleep it out. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god, Sarah! It's not. It's someone we know. Ready? Oh my god! Like I you understand? Like every that. share, every like detail I share gets worse and worse in that story. <laughs> you stop. stop! No, I literally like he asked me to like mail him money. Was it was it understood that you guys like weren't gonna see each other again? Because that's the type of thing where you're like, mail me money. To me, like maybe maybe I was raised with like much more etiquette. Like I just would never ask anyone to put cash in the mail below twenty dollars. <laughs> no, like like no. It just no. you know I don't know. But no. So anyway, if or you want to talk least, about like meet up. Like and get a beer sometime and like have them pay, you know. Sure, that that's great. I mean, there's so many other stories <laughs> with, with like that are involved with this, and I'll have to tell him later. But the, the bringing it back to Steve and Miranda, I get why conversations of exclusivity because anyone who you're exclusive with and you're like we're dating is not going to ask you to give them money in that way. <laughs> oh so, my god. Okay, play Dang. it. Okay. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. okay. Because I thought about it, and I think if we really want to see if things can work out between us this time, we got to at least make the commitment to be exclusive. Okay. I She's terrified. Yeah, she does look terrified. It's a very modern bag. Also, right I didn't now. realize like she was so much in. taller than him. I think he's, I think she's probably 5'9", and he's probably 5'7 But Miranda wasn't sure yeah. she was ready to let Steve win by default. I can't believe you're dating a politician. You're not even Oh, Carrie's hair, bad, bad, bad. Well, I totally get it. Not only is he good looking, but he's got the power thing going for him. It's got to be a turn off. Oh, yeah, I'm dating a potential controller. It's hot. Uh-oh. <laughs> I want to help out with the campaign. Since when are you interested in politics? Always. It's a really great way to meet men. And with Carrie by our side, we can just get to meet the inner circle and, and all the really interesting donors. I think she's right about that. I do think it's a great way to meet men. I mean... Not in this day and age. Not in this day and age. I'm not saying it's the type of men you want to meet. It's a way you can. <laughs> But like in in this day and age, still like most politicians are men. So hey, this is true. This is very true. Wait, you're right. asking if it's fall or spring. I, I think it's f- fall. I can never tell. I, I feel really like can't. it's fall. I, feel I think like it's fall. fall. Those are fall coats. She means single and rich. Well, guys, he's not running for president. Oh, he should. I'd vote for him. He's really cute. So. I always vote for candidates according to their looks. I base my decision on the swimsuit competition. 
the country runs better with a good-looking man in the White House. I mean, look what happened with Nixon. No one wanted to fuck him, so he fucked everyone. Dude, there, there's some truth to that. I'm not going to lie. All right, who do you think has been our hottest president? It's more. It's mostly like who's Jimmy been our, Carter. <laughs> who's our most heinous president? Like, the, like who's the one that was in the bathtub? The fucking bright ass orange president we had for the past four fucking years. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, Trump in his younger years was not unattractive. <laughs> in the certain light that man glows. <laughs> like, Cheeto man. Great cheekbones. Yeah, <laughs> but he looks like shit now. And also, I like, okay, since I've been getting like, and I've gotten two spray tans in my life, and they are both mm. for the, the weddings I had this summer. I already and know what you're about to say. The whole process is so interesting because there's a tent and you go in and they're like, put your arm like this. Pretend that you've bear claws. Like you have to like lift your butt cheek and all this stuff. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I don't think you do that. But like. No, I, yeah, I, I, I It makes me, it tickles me so much the idea that they'd have like a spray tan tent in the White House. <laughs> 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 I just find that so amusing. And then after they spray him, they're like, okay, we're just going to leave the fan on for five minutes. We'll be right back. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> and he's wearing that, like, the plastic hairnet they give you. And, like, <laughs> and, and, like the little thong. Are we going full frontal this time or boxers <laughs> breeze? <laughs> Lift up your ball sack. <laughs> okay. So how many passes do you want? Like four. <laughs> I want four passes. Four. All frontal. Okay. The thing is, anytime I've gone to the spray tan salon, there are always men that are in there. Really? Interesting. Yes. Gay men? Absolutely. Uh, hard to tell. But um, men, I mean, I, I know tons of guys who've gotten spray tans. The idea of a spray, a straight man getting the, a spray tan. The, the idea, you're right, that like Trump had his own personal like <laughs> tannist, like somebody Ten. who tanned him. And he looked very bad. I just like, I'm, I've gotten a really bad spray tan before and I'll show you the pictures. Oh I mean, I've gotten spray tan since junior year of high school. Lundy and I went to get one for junior <laughs> prom and they were so bad because they were just really dark and oh, really yeah. orange technology has just i know just exponentially gotten better your tan looked great at heather's thank wedding. you also my undertones are like more like olive and green than red and i feel like all spray tans are like red or like orange yes yeah um i don't even know where we go. we're talking about hot presidents yes the the country look at justin trudeau i mean i don't know a lot about oh his politics God, but he's trudeau. very good looking <laughs> he's so good looking <laughs> All That's right, what matters. <laughs> That's what it. matters. Crush on Dan Quayle. Country needs a president in a hat. No one wears a hat anymore. FDR. Good president or a hat? So busy picking out a hat, he forgot to get in the war. I had a college crush on Dan Quayle. Yeah, we pretty much tried to ignore that the first time. <laughs> I think it was his crisp white shirts. Reminded me of my father. So basically you're just voting for your father. I always thought there was something homoerotic about Quail's relationship with Bush, very bad men and Robin. Well, <laughs> That's my zinger. No one was more handsome than JFK. Or quicker to jump in the sack, I might add. I'm glad your three weren't around during the original 13 colonies. I don't think our founding fathers were very fuckable. <laughs> I don't know. I heard that Thomas Jefferson was a real fox. Very well. American history, guys. Politics. 
That's yeah. I mean, that's probably how I would talk about it too. Earlier than she expected last night as we were walking home. Oh, bad outfits. Oh, how sweet. Miranda looks kind of modern though. She does. Well, how many other guys are you dating? That's not the point. I'm just so ambivalent about Steve and moving forward. Well, you did let him back in your life. So? So that's got to mean there's something there. Sure, there's plenty there. Lots of flaws that make me not want to stick my neck out. But then there's a lot of really great stuff, too. Maybe I should just be honest and tell him what I'm really feeling, which is, what if somebody better comes along? Oh. You've got to put a better spin on it than that. Oh, doggy. Wait a minute. I actually have never picked up on that line that Miranda in the back of her head is wondering if someone better comes along. I think that's like a realistic thought. I think it is. Um... It's just the grass is greener mentality. It is, but I just feel like it's still... uh, No, I understand it. I understand it. I just do think it, for me, that speaks to, like, immaturity also on some level. Like... Absolutely. Because it's not being able to fully define really what you want. It's what you're... Kind of the the imaginative thing elsewhere that might be better. She's in her mid-30s. Like, she's been dating in New York City, like, longer than either of us have with all sorts of people. Like, do you still want to, like... Not that, like, you need to settle down. That's not what I'm saying. It's mostly, like, do you necessarily think someone else is going to come along? Like, there's a lot of weird fucking people you date in New York City. You know what I mean? Like... They're dining in the rough, in my opinion, when it comes to dating in New York. And there's, like, a lot of weird, unavailable people there. I think it's less her questioning Steve's, like, goodness or him being great. I think this is more a reflection of fear of commitment and fear of choosing. So I think when you have a hard time choosing, other options always look better because then you don't have to decide because then there's just always this other better option out there. Yeah. So you don't have to like deal with the anxiety of choosing. Totally. Um, that's that's what I'm thinking of of Miranda at this point. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to press play now. Payphone. We got a payphone. The ancient scroll. Ancient scroll payphones. Those are basically <laughs> knocked down in the city I now. I don't know how to be political And they're for free Wi-Fi. Uh-oh. It's time for the old list. Things you like about Steve, things you don't like about Steve. See which column is longer. That's so judgmental. Miranda, you are judgmental. Why don't you put it to good use? Okay. Fine. I'll make a list. Though politics had always seemed as relevant to me as a new Erica Jong novel, I did find it interesting that that a discussion about politics ultimately became a discussion about sex, and a discussion about sex ultimately became a question of politics. Which led me to wonder if the two weren't, in fact, inextricably linked. And if so, can there be sex without politics? All right. All right. Can, okay, everyone, everyone, Miranda's pod. Can there be sex without politics? And we're talking more like, not like necessarily, like government politics. Let's talk about like politics, sexual politics. Can there be sex without Without politics. And when we are looking at politics, we're looking at politics in the sense of power exchanges, power dynamics, um, like negotiations, compromise, like all of the things that encompass politics in sex. I don't think it can happen. I think it always involves some sort of politics. 
So I, I agree with you. I think that I'm sure I think there is out there people having sex without, you know, power exchanges and power dynamics. I think it exists. Um, and maybe I feel like those might be like the freakiest people. Like, it's just like, they don't see any like thing related to like dominant dominance or submission. Uh, maybe they're just like having fun, but I think in general, like there's sex, like I feel like, which we've talked about, like sex is a power dynamic. It's also like, obviously like a safety concern too at times. And so, yeah, I think that it is political or has its political moments. Um, I mean, okay. It's so funny. I feel like our discussion last time about this, because again, it's like the second time we're talking about it. <laughs> we were like much more articulate and eloquent yeah. when we talked about it. Now I'm just like sex, politics, good, bad, <laughs> power. <laughs> um, no, but sex inherently is political and politics from a very literal sense of like governance and and the activities of governments that concern like relations between individuals and systems. Like you look at all of the hindrances put upon different sexualities or different Mm -hmm. expressions of sex. And so I Mm -hmm. think from a literal sense, yes, like I I think politics is so integrated into sex. And I think sex itself, when you look at um, beliefs and principles is, has politics within it. Um, but I think the way Carrie's going to talk about it is just for a good old pun. <laughs> I think that's just for her. It's a nice pun-worthy topic. Well, can there um, be politics without sex? Is yes. If we're going to reword it the other way around. Sure. Why not? Right. But I don't know. Because, again, this is what happened last time is that we started talking about the question and then I didn't even know what we were talking about and I felt like I was in – like a, well, like a college lit class where I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I guess what I'm wondering is like, okay, maybe this is ridiculous, but let's say there was like an all straight male group, island, kind of like Lord of the Flies. Can there be politics without sex? I mean, okay, okay, now I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I They're going to start fucking, all right? They're going to start <laughs> banging a couple of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> power dynamics it's an hour long shower with guys <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a guy shower <laughs> <laughs> we're quoting the office in case wondering. always I got All a right. breastplate play it <laughs> yes this Cosmo. hey there pink lady Cosmo shout out hey tipsy scoop maybe if you promise never to use a lame line like that ever again yeah. hey, it worked didn't it Jeff then Samantha Jones. Pause it. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Okay, pause it. Now, um, for anyone watching, no, you know what, not for anyone watching because no one's going to know this person and you can bleep this name out, but that is a, that is <laughs> It's, shall I say, friend from college? <laughs> it's somebody Did from college. I friend from college? It's so crazy that how much this person looks they, like the him. dead ringer, dead ringer, dead ringer, absolute dead ringer. Um, that's the first thing I thought of. This is an amazing plot line with Samantha. Samantha is at a bar talking to this guy. He's schmoozing her. She's kind of into it, <laughs> and she's about to get a big shock. Big shock. 
a little shock. A big little shock. That's right. And that is not a lie. Jeff, how long have you been sitting at this bar? My first drink. So you're just naturally forward? I'm aggressive. I run a very successful hedge fund. My whole life is about calculating this. <laughs> and telling a beautiful lady she's attractive. That's the safest bet I've made all day. Oh, Thank you. you like to ski? I love it. My partners and I have this gorgeous house in Sun Valley. How long have you been skiing? On and off for years. I can tell you got the legs for the sport. Oh, shit. You gotta run back to the office. How about dinner what? this Because <laughs> I get to tell you everything about me. I didn't get a chance to hear anything about you. Samantha never felt better. <laughs> there were gorgeous women sitting on either <sighs> side, and Jeff had elected her. Fenton Partners. That's right. We're up 320% for the year. Oh, no, no, no. Samantha Jones, <laughs> relations, very nice. You must do well, like who's gonna say no to you? What do you say to dinner, Friday night? Also, like, sorry, I, I need to pause, but like. Yeah, I already know what you're about to say. I, I don't think you do, because I oh. recently ordered business cards. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> and I have been trying to put them in quick like pockets where I can like grab it and hand it to somebody. And I love how like this was so quick. They each just had it on hand. Whereas I would be like, what one second, one second, I swear you want this. I swear you want my business car. One second, just like <laughs> rifling through my shit trying to buy it. Get Gilly, I think I might just be so removed from any corporate <laughs> setting. Do people use business cards still? Is that yes. a thing? Yes. Like, if you were out on the town, would you give somebody your business card? I'm, so I'm, I to say that first with curiosity. Two first two companies I worked for, I got, like, a humongous box, like, this long. Like, the size of a log of business cards. And I probably handed out two. And then they <laughs> fucking had the nerve to send me another back. <laughs> I was like, I'm an assistant designer. Like, I am literally a bottom feeder here. <laughs> I'm a bottom <laughs> Who am I trying to wine and dine? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I, I would love a business card. I mean, how, like, old school? Well, all right. <laughs> what were you, what I did know, you think like, I was going to say? Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> how weird Samantha looks when she smiles at men like that. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's very... It's it's kind of kind of like a cheesy smile. It's it's just it's it's chuggy. <laughs> That's my it's favorite thing to say. Chuggy AF. And just as her self esteem was soaring right off the charts. <laughs> nice to meet you, pink lady. I'll give you a call. Okay, so <laughs> that's amazing. So Samantha, the guy hitting on her, gets off the stool that he's sitting at, and he's probably 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, <laughs> like, he is a small, 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 small man, and she is just shocked. All right, Gilly, if that happens to you, what are you doing? What am I doing? Um... Well, would you go on the would you go on the date? I'm asking honestly for like B V B straight. I would not. I don't think because I'm not tall, and so if someone shorter than me is like short. I no, no no I didn't say shorter than you. I'm saying five literally. I'm that guy <laughs> five one. I think I would. God, it, it sounds so shallow of me. I think I would like find a reason. To, like, not go to the date. Also, you don't have to go to a date if you don't want to. 
Absolutely not. And it's okay for you to, there are certain things you're attracted to and certain things you aren't attracted to physically. Um, I, you know that I've like pretty much exclusively only dated guys like my height, maybe a little bit taller or shorter. So I, I really am attracted to guys who are shorter and I'm not attracted to tall guys, which you actually said, I think I am a heightist. You're like, I'm way. not a heightist. I'm not attracted to tall guys. I was like, that's a heightist. But. <laughs> but I've literally never been like, ooh, like some girls like drool over guys that are like six, eight. And oh my like, God. That is a, oh my that is God. a giant. Totally. I'm so over. And it's like this whole thing where it's like six, four, nothing. I was like, come on. Like, oh my God. That's sound like the fuck that, says that? That's so it's lame. It's the equivalent of like men being like, you know, Big tits and small waist or nothing. Or, like, but you know, it's just, like, like, gross. Super. I mean, okay, again, now we're just, like, being kind of petty and mean. But I was going to say, like, super, super tall guys, like, really, like, freak me out. And I don't like, like, the <laughs> discre- <laughs> discrepancy in height and, like, having to deal with that shit. You know what I mean? But you know what's so annoying is that you get these girls who are, like, five foot one who are, like, only dating a guy who's six feet tall. And it's, like, dude, come Ew, on. Come on. It's inappropriate and weird. And yeah, you know what? Yeah, just, yeah. like, date someone your own goddamn height or something. Also, like, you should be going like, for the five one guys. I've heard people be, like, apropos of what we were talking about earlier, be like, well, I want to feel small. Like, I want to feel, pi- like, picked up, and I want to, like, feel small. Yeah, the whole hoisting on the shoulder thing. Like, carries that girl. Why do you want to feel small? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like I, I know, because it becomes because, like, women should be petite and sexy. And it's blah, blah. so annoying. But anyway, I think I'm, I've never been opposed to dating someone shorter than me. I'm also very tall. So if I just, like, d- did not... If I wasn't open to, like, guys who were, like, a little bit shorter, that, like, narrows the dating pool a lot. <laughs> and I know a lot of tall girls who just, like, refuse to ever date anyone even their height. I'm like, you're, like, every it's, inch a yeah. guy goes up, the less likely they're going to have, like, other great qualities. I really do believe that. Oh, Because shit. I think, like, don't you know some of those, like, tall guys who are, like, 6'3 and think they're just hot shit because they're tall? I can only name two. Say one of the names right now because I know who it is. You know who it is, so I don't even need to say it. Okay, fine. Anyway, <laughs> n- enough said. And I just, you know, no, I, I just I isn't- think that it's like really easy just to assume that. Like, I think that if you believe that, if you believe that every inch, like whatever, ruins your personality, I think that you that means you you care a lot about height. No. I'm going to defend myself I here. I think that you put a lot of value on height if that's what you believe. M- uh, me or anyone else? Yes. I think me? that if you believe that, I think you put a lot of value on height. I'm saying this. I think men over a certain height think feel that they are superior to other men. No, I know that's what I'm saying is I think that 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 I think that reasoning is ironic because I think that it 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 makes you think that they think that they are that way. Like I think you <laughs> think that they are think that way. But I think that there are other reasons that make people humble. Like This is true. This is true. And also tall guys, short guys, whatever. Like it could I'm, be not, someone I'm not someone had like t- braces on until they were like, you know. This is very Gilly, this is very true. And like I date I'm, an engineer who's tall but also like Big nerd. Let's be real. <laughs> Again. Okay. I am. <laughs> I don't mean to roast you. 
You're kind of roasting me. I thought I was kind of supporting guys who were a little bit shorter. No, a hundred percent. Let's support them. But then, but the same thing could be said for shorter guys is that they have a Napoleon complex so that they're like, whatever, This is whatever. true. I can think of a couple who are like that. But <laughs> in, in this case, if I was sitting, and I will be honest, as someone okay. who's 5'9", Gilly, if I'm 5'9", and if that guy got off the stool in 5'1", no, I would not. Because honestly, I, I, no, I'm not, but that's, you know what? That's okay for me to say because I don't think I would be physically attracted to him anymore. 5'1's a bit tough for me. I couldn't do that. We we talked about this with the, you know, gherkin penis. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. okay, let, let's say, great, you got a, you have a guy, he's 6'3", smart, nice, whatever, and then you, like, sleep with him, and he has a penis that's, like, Oh, yeah, it doesn't long. correlate. It doesn't correlate. No, thank you. No, it does uh, but not I'm correlate. saying, like, it's okay once you ha- find other information to be, like, I'm no longer attracted. 100%. But I think okay. what we're seeing here in this, Samantha feels guilty. All right, play it. <laughs> Best play. I brought the Single Ladies Coalition to elect Bill Kelly to a fundraiser. What do you guys consider oh, to be the height difference between a short person and a little person? A little person? You know, a midget. A midget or a dwarf? What's the difference? I'm not sure, actually. I think little person is the proper way to refer to an adult under five feet. Well, I think that's correct. I to go on a date with a very right? short person. But I didn't realize I so. he was so short. I mean, sitting down, it was perfectly proportional. Standing up barely clears my nipples. Well, that may be the perfect height. I'd like to cancel the thing, but I can't just because he's a munchkin. You know, this is a very politically incorrect conversation to be having at a political fundraiser. But anything less than five feet is unacceptable. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go mingle. Did she say under five eight or five feet? Five feet. Five feet. Oh, I thought she said anything under five eight. I was like, oh lord. To be elected wife. Before the year, her hair looks out. terrible. It's a giant ass bump it. Yeah, it's so bad. She looks like a pioneer woman. And Samantha looks like a mob boy. <laughs> like yeah, they're in different centuries. Jumpsuit. Well, he's calling for an investigation to the Board of Education to weed out waste and fraud, and he's launched a probe against large corporations to make them stop throwing away your tax dollars. I'm sleeping with him. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Steve says good enough for me. Hi, this is the lovely Miranda Hobbs Hello. and her friend Steve Brady. How you doing? I've heard such friends. wonderful things about you. Oh, you must be reading my clippings. I pay a lot of people a lot of money to say nice things about you. <laughs> hey, if you win, maybe you could fix a couple of parking tickets for me. I owe the city of New York 500 bucks. I figure I need the money more than they do. <laughs> Wait, it's a joke. Miranda's dying. She's mortified. I'm kidding. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> I'll grab us a drink. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You know what? Steve looks very nice in that simple black sweater. Me too. I like it. Dumb jokes. Yeah. Con. Honestly, great cashmere black sweater with the Pro. sleeves rolled up. All right. I don't believe in the Republican Party or the Democratic Party. I just believe in parties. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> That's an amazing scene, though. For her cause and making new friends. I love Lichtenstein. But then I loved comic books as a kid, too. But that's great. His work is accessible on so many levels. Sweetheart, this is Charlotte. She runs a gallery downtown. Charlotte is my All fancy. All right, friend. Elizabeth Banks, Hi. before she was famous. Nice to meet you. I can only stay a few minutes. I've got tickets to the vagina monologues. Why? Just because I don't eat at the restaurant doesn't mean I can't hear the specials. <clears throat> Quick, no one's looking for me to sit with your friend. Hey, Bill, this is my fabulous friend, Stanford Blatch. Mm. Bill Kelly. Hello, I represent the queer vote. <clears throat> if you can carry Chelsea, 
You've got the city locked up. I'm not worried about Chelsea. Have you seen my ass? Got my I love confident straight men like that. Yeah. Who aren't, af- like, they're not afraid to, like, be silly like that. that yeah. Oh, that's his campaign manager. <laughs> Fix me up. How do you even know he's gay? I've seen him rollerblading on 8th Avenue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Please. I know. Setup is really, really tricky. Have you done it before? Okay, so (laughs) I have a funny story, actually. Okay, what? So I was going to say, like, I think it's, like, I've definitely have set people up for sure in the past. But, like, most of the time that I've done it, and I can count probably, like, five times, I've done it out of, like, me wanting to do it. But Mm -hmm. I don't think it's... I think it's a little bit tricky if someone asks you to set them up with somebody else. Oh, yeah. Because it can put you in a weird position. <laughs> and I Have, have you had story. to do that? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to bleep out names. So freshman year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wanted me to set her up with this guy who lived on his floor, like in the floor below us. Who? And I... His name was and yes, I remember him. Was yeah. he gay? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, that guy was, I remember he was cute, that though. guy. Yeah, really cute. And like I just did not think there was interest there and I also think he might have been like interested in someone else. And I told her that I like wasn't comfortable doing it and it backfired. She's like, why? What happened? It was like all on iChat and it was all like, you think I'm fat. You think I'm ugly. You think I'm this. And I was like, no. I was like, no, I think you're a fucking difficult person. That's why. And I don't want to unleash you on this person. I think you're impossible and have (laughs) nothing in common. But okay. Anyway, that's my story. I'm going to press play. All right. Hey, excuse me. Um. This is awkward. So her hair is two different colors. It is. Um, there's a person here who'd like to meet you. Okay. A guy. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, it's the guy right over there. <laughs> there's like super muscular blonde man oh, right in front of Stanford. I love it. <laughs> oh, Stanford is so cute, oh, though. Uh, actually, no. It's the it's the bald guy with the great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill her if she described me that way. The, the bald, bald guy. guy. It's, it's, like, sense. it's like saying like the girl with the big ass, with the great <laughs> sense, the girl with the thunder thighs, with the great <laughs> sense of humor. It reminds me of The Office. Like, she's got a feisty personality. It's like, ooh, feisty sassy or feisty jolly? <laughs> what an average size robo supporter. <laughs> also, we were, um, when we first recorded, we were just talking about how um, Willie Garson died last week. And, like, um, did you were you able to find more info on that? I have not seen anything. And I, which means I think it leans more towards, um, Willie Garson, cause of death. Cancer. Oh. Oh, he had pancreatic cancer. Oh, boy. Do you think they knew, though? Or do you you think he, like, 
didn't tell them? Um, Because I think he just must have, I think they wrapped up filming like a few weeks ago. And I think that yeah. they probably filmed every scene he was in before he passed. That's what I'm guessing. Um, let me see this. Okay, let me see. Quoted a working. Nothing could better describe. Wow, pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and so, but he looked so fine. Let me see this. That's so sad. I know it's really. Well, sad. I was, I was wrong because I remember thinking it was like, um, COVID or maybe you know you suicide. I just I don't know. Um, wow, that's really sad. I, I know. know he. I, I really think the show. He was just such an accessory on the show. Yeah. And, and, the, and like she even referred to him that way many times as like yeah, you know the girl's like best purse. friend. Like a purse, and I think he really is, like, he's been in a lot of other um, shows, and he's, you know, a good actor, and I think he, this was such, a, like, a career-changing role yeah. for him in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know he was a single dad. Neither did I. Yeah. Is he, is he gay? Is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I hope that they, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, that he got to film this. Yeah. Okay, I'll press play. Play. No. This is really much more my type. Okay. Well, go Kelly. I wondered how to handle this political hot potato. He's not gay. I could have sworn he was. That was nice of her in time. Yes. I think I that's the way you do so it. I'm at the place where I'm just really ready to settle down. I mean, it just seems like a miracle when two nice people like you guys can even find each other. Actually, we met in the most unusual way. One of my girlfriends at the party where all the women were asked to bring a man they weren't interested in. Somebody brought Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history. Charlotte looks oh, drunk and disheveled. That. Yeah, she does. One woman's trash is another woman's treasure. I've heard of people actually doing this on when I, when I first moved to San Francisco, I was dating a guy and his roommate met his girlfriend because she um, went on Tinder and um, just swiped past a bunch of guys and, and told them that she was going to have a party with like her girlfriends. And she just said, oh, like, invited them via Tinder. And then that's kind of crazy. And I think they did that, too. The girls did that, too. And so then, like, it was someone else that brought him which I, or invited him. And it worked. I mean, I don't know. Hey, cool. I think that that kind of works. I mean, okay. She looks so drunk. I love it. Bill raised six grand that night. It really got him in the mood. You know, you're the first woman in a long, long time. Okay, sorry. Six grand does not seem like a lot for a political fundraiser. No, well, maybe for the controller. This is like pre late stage capitalism. <laughs> like, you need to be like George Clooney and like donating like millions of dollars. <laughs> like, just <laughs> one person has to donate millions of dollars. Oh. Sarah, your oh typing is killing me. Girl, I'm texting you on teleparty. <laughs> I'm literally messaging you on teleparty to say, turn it down. I did turn it down. It's so loud. So you 
<laughs> the way Sarah, in case anyone's curious, the way Sarah types, it looks like a, a walrus is using a keyboard. She's just like slapping the keyboard. It's, I thought it, and she's telling me to turn it down because I'm literally, it's the deafening sound I've ever heard. That's so that's so funny. I'm over here like trying to thinking I'm being so quiet. Be like, can you turn it down? Okay, I'll, I'll turn it down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, for some reason my ears are super sensitive. <laughs> You're yeah, like, mine yeah, are yeah, too, whatever. bitch. This this bitch keeps fucking up our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get okay. anything done over here. <laughs> You should see my screens. Sarah is borderline grabbing a USB and being like, is this a microphone? Uh, I literally just plugged it into Coda, set it up for me, and I just like plugged it. I was like, all right, tap, tap, tap. Is this thing on? Oh my God, okay, Gilly. I'm going to press play. Right, play. <laughs> and I won't, I won't type anymore if you turn it down. You're so beautiful. So That's much better. <laughs> okay, good. I love making love. The feeling is mutual. Oh, here it goes. No, it's great. I want to know. I want to make you happy. Well, I am happy. Well, what about you? Is there anything that you want or need that I'm not doing? No. Well, maybe one thing. What? I'd love to get you in the shower. Mm-hmm. And get each other all fresh and clean. Well, that sounds nice. And then let you pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pause. Her 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 face is her face is so great. It's like pure shock and like again we are sex positive here on the Mirandas we're not shaming anyone like whatever your fetish is I think if two consenting people like and we don't even need to say that yeah but this is a no for me (laughs) also the thing that's strange and like I don't know if you if if that was your fetish Sarah how would you bring it up to your partner uh, you know what? I'd probably do it by accident and, and gauge their interest. <laughs> right, because he's like, he is like teeing it up too much here. Yeah, and yeah. Part of me feels like he. it should either be like, this is kind of like what I'm interested in and like, um, you know, yeah, I'm he a little set bit her kinky. Yeah. Or, like, wait till you're in the shower and be like, you know, have you ever tried this? Would this be something you're interested? Like, they're in the bed. Like, she has enough time to, like, mull over this for the next fucking seven days. Okay. So, did you ever watch the show Girls? I watched the first season. I watched the first season. Doesn't Adam Driver's character do that? Does he pee in the shower or pee on her without asking? Oh, I have no idea. I can't remember. I think he just <laughs> pees in the shower while she's in it. And that I do think is weird. And I'm not against peeing in the shower when you're alone. Like, it happens. Sometimes you just have to. Whatever. But I think it's it's very – the, like, golden shower thing is just – it's – I don't know. I, I it don't, doesn't I don't get it. I don't me. get it. I, I think what it is is – and I've heard this before – is that, like, 
I've heard that like some people are, and I would say men probably, I've heard that they're attracted to like, like the appearance of a woman, like really needing to pee. Again, I, I wouldn't even know where <laughs> that would come from. Like that, that, that I think they're like, I've heard that like some people are attracted to that, like, you know, urgency, cross, urgency, crossing your legs, like really needing to pee. Like it's an attractive thing. Seeing a, a woman. Well, you should pee. just like go to a school because I never get a bathroom break and I like well, am constantly doing that. <laughs> walrus hands, walrus hands. If we're going to Google anything, this is what we Google. Can you Google? Okay, I, <laughs> I will do it. I will do it with the utmost of care. All right. So, just say like, are men attracted to. I'm going to do it really softly. Women who need to pee, something like that. <laughs> okay. Urine, arousal stimulating chemical? Urine smell, have my, wait, wait. Help, I pee when I'm turned on. My husband likes me to pee during sex. Is that normal? Interesting. <laughs> Your face says it all. Right? I mean, this is the research. Why would a man why would a man pee on a woman? Let's just start there. <laughs> why does my boyfriend want to urinate on me? The pee fetish or bonus goes. Yes, it is actually a thing. It's called urophilia. And it's a form of salarophilia, which means the person associates sexual excitement with urine. There's got to be something evolutionary there. It, there's not a lot. I don't know, <laughs> know Gil. I don't know. Oh, do you think, my God. Yeah. Do you think men – do you think like they're – like that's equivalent of quote-unquote like, squ like squirting, like that porn <laughs> fantasy? Um. We haven't even talked about squirting on the podcast yet, so I don't even know. <laughs> Is this like, – and I don't think we ever will like, other I, than this. I don't know if our audience – like, if we're all the same page on, like, squirting and that – you know it's what? a phenomenon. It is I a hate, phenomenon. I hate that word so much. I hate it too, but it's a oh. thing that happens. Yeah. I don't have enough – um, okay, so are I, we doing this? <laughs> no, my my question is this: It's that <laughs> is there another episode in which we should give this its due diligence? <laughs> yes, I actually think I think so. Yes. Okay, and I, I think I I know. Okay, so let's keep playing because we literally have an hour of tape and we watched okay. half of this goddamn thing. Oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. I would be very worried if I were you. The pee could just be foreplay. Oh my god! Where there's smoke, I'm just saying. This is so typical of men in power. They just love to be dominated and humiliated. What did you say when he asked you? Well, I told him I just gone, but maybe another time. But I really don't think that I can keep saying that forever. <laughs> I peed on a guy once during sex, but it was an accident. <laughs> what did he say? Honestly, I don't even think he noticed. Huh. I once had to stop eating meat for six months. So this is what it's come down to. Ready, <laughs> set, pee. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes for the right guy, you have to make concessions. There's always going to be something. Are you guys seriously advocating that I do this? Well, why not? He's a great-looking, rich political prince. <laughs> oh, sure. It's practically a fairy tale, the princess and the pee. <laughs> 
You know, if you really feel like you can't work it out with Bill, then just bring him to this party I'm having Friday night. Uh -oh. Everyone is bringing a guy they're no longer interested in. Mess. Bad idea. Oh, yeah, that's terrific. You're dating a munchkin, and I've got to follow the yellow brick road. A couple Whoa. of nights later, and no closer to a solution, I Whoa. had a date with Bill. Indian sounds he so good right now. Yeah, it does sound really good. I've been getting so much takeout the past two weeks, it's not good. So I just got some new poles. She's really into the flowers this episode. She is. I may have to spend another 50 grand just to buy myself some voter turnout. It's pretty hot, isn't it? Have some water. Oh, no, I'm fine. Excuse me. Yes, sir. Can I get another one of these? You want a beer? So, I read your column yesterday. She's being very dramatic. You did? Yeah, it's great. Very funny. Just one question. Who's the handsome politico you keep referring to? <laughs> oh, he's just some other fellow I'm seeing in Washington. You don't mind, do you? Hey, my life is an open book. It has to be. Interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. My life is an open book. What I really love about the column is the way you seem to feel about it. She is so dramatic. So Carrie's avoiding the water so she doesn't have to pee. I am so crazy about you. I'd probably do something like that too. Me too. Listen, I was really hoping we could spend the night together, but I have an early breakfast meeting with the Brooklyn Bridge Preservation. Oh, there's no problem. Rain check. She bothers me so much. Yeah, she All right. does. Charlotte has a very cute sheer top on. Hi! You made it! Wow, Carrie actually brought something. Yeah. Hi, Charlotte. Nice apartment. Can I get you something to drink? Yes, immediately, if not sooner. Oh, springs. You brought Stanford? Well, you said to bring a man you're not interested in. You're making a mockery of this party. Carrie, Charlotte! Hi! This is Jen Lady, <laughs> he like peeks out Hi. behind her shoulder. I'll take your coat. Take your time. Take your time. Mingle. Is it the smallest man you've ever seen? <laughs> if you ladies will excuse me, I have to go meet my eligible guests. I've got to get busy too. <laughs> I love that you put that sign up. Thanks for not smoking. Hey, hey. What are you doing here? Well, Cheryl Crow playing in the background. I love the sleeveless turtleneck. How's that list going? Great, fine. I'm guessing I could not rock a sleeveless turtleneck. It's not my. I can't. I just can't. You got to arms now. Another year will be too late. But can't you get arrested for going? No, you just fly through Canada. They love Americans. Hey, I'll email you some of my pictures if you want. Yeah, I'd love to see them. Charlotte, all right. Right, and... Craig Miller. Craig nice Miller. <laughs> oh, yes. They just hired short and tall actors Excuse to me. emphasize his height. I know. Well, I'm kind of over here with someone. But he looks very petite. He does. Yeah. He does. My ex-girlfriend, right? What are you talking about? I'm gonna, look some, I'm gonna look something up and I'll do it quietly. You brought me here to dump me? No, I want to look up his actual height. I just mm -hmm. thought maybe you could meet someone else. Your, your own size. size. Listen, sweetheart, <laughs> give me an hour in a sack and you'll swear I'm the jelly green giant. <laughs> oh my really, god. Really the best you've ever had. 
Samantha felt so politically right, correct I'm gonna about get dumping a man for his height that she felt she had no other option than to sleep with him. Fine. Let's go. What was this guy's name? Okay, I'm ready to go. There's no one here for us. Well, speak for yourself. No. These guys are in their 30s, no. and these women don't want them. There might just be a little something here for me. Talk to you tomorrow. I know, they really paint Stanford as desperate. Hi. I know, they do. I'm an adventure travel junkie. I took the entire year off after business school to trek the old spice route to Maine. Wow. <laughs> Talking to Greg, Charlotte felt like she had unearthed a rare coin that some other woman had thoughtlessly discarded. Hi. Hey. Oh, here Charlotte, he is. Here he is. I found computer. him. She kind of yep. this thing. Hi. You must be a friend of Karen's. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for bringing this wonderful man. You're welcome. Oh, that girl is jealous. Yeah, it's kind okay, of a so problem. Okay, so he's actually, he's only, he's actually 5'4". Okay, that's not that short. Yeah, I think that they got a bunch of tall actors, and I think they probably put him, like, on a, like, had him, like, kneeling on a chair or okay, stool so or something. Okay, so they actually, this is a little fun fact. So they actually had Kim Cattrall wore four-inch heels and, sure. stood on a, and stood on a box next to him. Oh, I'm sure they had to do all of that. Cause it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is okay. So back to Charlotte's party again. Yes, sorry. Okay. This is, um, I think, a messy idea for a party. Is like, what? You're going to bring someone you're not interested in? Like, it's not like, I mean, you have to, like, it, it needs to be clear to that person that you're not interested in them. And why would they want to come to that party? You know? I know. I feel like it's just mean. A little mean. It, it's, it's, it's cruel. Hi. And now they're. coming. Now they're making out in her bedroom. Hey. Hi. Apparently, once Melinda saw Greg talking to another woman, he suddenly looked all shiny and new again. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, Samantha is so, so unenthused. Jeff proved to Samantha that he more than made up for his shortcomings. He motorboat Samantha. Oh, God. Samantha told us later, it was like having sex with a horny Smurf. Oh my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, oh my Steve God. was busy stuffing Miranda's Very dress. nipply. We've Steve, got some Steve was stuffing Miranda's political box. That is such bad writing and <laughs> just beating a pun to death, a theme. I don't Wait. like one bit of that pun. I don't like the word stuff, and I don't like the word box, and I don't like it in the terms of sex. I think it's inappropriate and weird. <laughs> okay, I'm press play. Yeah. It's a pretty romantic, intense sex, like, little yeah. shot there. You know. They had good chemistry on the show. They, they did. really did. Cancer in the monogamy thing. It's probably just something that's got to happen on its own. It's just I wanted you to know how I feel. You're the best woman I ever met. I wanted you to know to know that. I love you, Miranda. <gasps> I really do. Suddenly, Steve had wow. just verbalized the one big pro 
that outweighed all the cons. Okay, I will say this, Gilly. I don't Samantha? think that someone should say I love you for the first time after they've had sex with you. I think, yeah. But, I mean, whatever. They, they've already no, dated I, before. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you on some level because I think it could be something that someone says Post-coital in the moment. post bliss. And tries to, like, take back later, you know? All right, so Samantha and Shorty are at dinner. And give Jeff another chance. In the boys' room. I'll be right back. <laughs> so his blazer says the little boys' department at Bloomingdale's as he gets oh. up to go to the bathroom. She's Samantha not having was it. Stunned. It was one thing to date a man who went to the little boys' room. Quite another to date one who still shopped at the little boy's department. Samantha. Ah, oh, oh, I'm not feeling very well. I've got to go. Good night. Wait, I'll take you. I'm not really sick. <laughs> Look, Jeff, I can't do this. It's not a very good idea. I just don't want to lead you on. Lead me on? You came five times in <laughs> Well, it's, it's not really what? Right. what? What is it? What happened in the past five minutes? You shop at the boys' department. So what? The clothes fit me better, plus they're cheaper. Where do you shop? The big and tall horror store? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're nothing but a big dick with a little man attached. And you're nothing but a big pair of tits with too much extra leg room. <laughs> Surprisingly, Samantha had found what she was really looking for. And it had nothing to do like with the size. difference isn't that bad there. So oh, she's not wearing her heels. She's wearing yeah. flats there. Yeah. That's why. Oh. They dated for two weeks. Though he was short, it was what? a very long relationship oh. for Samantha. She's wearing heels. She's wearing heels. That same night, yes. parched and nervous, I spent another night with Bill. Man, that was oh, great. Oh, God. Yes, it was. Come on, let's go take a shower. She's like, oh, no. No, no, no. She's scared. <laughs> Get in the shower. She does not want to do this. She's also being so goddamn dramatic. Yeah. Just communicate it. And oh, we talked about this. Who takes the entire top sheet when they go somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No one. Just no. <laughs> no. Come on, get in here while it's hot. Bill. Can I talk to you about something? Yeah, okay. I've been giving this uh, peeing thing a lot of thought, and while I think it's, it's totally fine that that's what you're into, I've just, Ugh. it's just never really been my thing. Oh yeah? Yeah, so I thought instead, um, maybe you could close your eyes and I could dribble warm tea on you that might feel good <laughs> she's trying or uh, i know maybe, but she she's doing um, it in like a condescending might, way i uh, think it's fun to you know hear the sound of running water when we have sex and if if things got really serious between us i could maybe even leave the bathroom door open sometime i know and we were saying like as someone who's a sex columnist, like, why does she, why is she so, like, terrified 
of like talking to him about this. She's so sex negative. It's crazy. Like she just is so uncomfortable and she's probably embarrassing him because he he's okay. It's like what he expressed was not like wrong. It's okay to have a fantasy and a fetish and like be interested in something. And it's also okay for her to say she's not interested. But I don't think she needs to do it in a way that she's kind of like speaking down to him. Right. But I also think that like he didn't express his interest in a very like yes. safe or like way that would make her feel like it was consensual in the future. So like that's a I good point. Un- I can understand her fear, but at the same time, it's like she's supposed to be like a sex columnist. Like she's supposed to be like a sex guru. Like she should have the language and like like information in like her own toolbox on like how to deal with these matters. Like this episode, like or this column, let's say that she's doing really should the theme should have less been about like punny political language and should have more been about like boundaries and, you know, talking about consent and when exploring and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a lot to ask for uh, from Carrie Bradshaw. From Carrie Bradshaw. And he's about Although to honestly, get. Honestly, I'm really, I'm really not sure how comfortable I, I would be with that either. You know, something I want to tell you too. Some people connected with the campaign read your column, and uh, they had a different take on it than I did. What does that mean? Well, they thought it was really funny and clever, but uh, that it was a lot about sex. And they don't think it's such a good idea for me to be dating a sex columnist so close to the election. You know, they, th- they thought it was kind of seamy. <laughs> Wait a second. I may write about sex, but you like people to pee on you. Yeah, but nobody knows about that. Yeah, yeah. So right there, she's kind of shaming him. She totally shamed him. And then, and then on but top of that, he kind of shamed yeah. her, and so. But then again, Gilly, we talked about this. Yes. What politician is going to date a sex columnist? It's not going to happen. Again, yeah, right. I, it's this isn't fucking France. Like he's not like the freaking president <laughs> or prime minister dating Carla Bruni, who's like got her nips showing down the catwalk. Like yes. this is Amer- America, and you got to like play into the pure puritanical values a little bit <laughs> and like a sex look columnist. at poor anthony wiener you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah look at anthony wiener look at right poor anthony wiener just shamed um, <laughs> for being a fucking sex addict texting like know. underage girls <laughs> um do not condone okay i'm gonna press play all right we've got two minutes left I realized that politics had not only entered my bedroom, but my bathroom as well. And I decided then and there that my bravest political act would be to tell the truth. To pee or not to pee? Of course, I didn't use his real name. It was much more political not to. And she, for that some doesn't reason, make any sense. deletes the file yeah. that says politician. We- 
we talked about this, like that she literally thinks like the NSA is spying on her. And this is like pre-9-11, that she is like paranoid that somehow this piece (laughs) needs to be deleted. Deleted. And and, like, Carrie's such a fucking amateur that she like doesn't even empty the trash. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like, delete, it's gone forever. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, let's... um, but also that we saw that in the newspaper he was reading, there was like a interesting product placement. So like when we first recorded, we were like remarking on how like clearly they have more budget in this third season because like it was a product placement for like the new Apple laptop MacBook, which was those yeah. MacBooks that were like translucent, but then like had an accent color like orange or like blue and they look like a little purse. Um <sighs> And they, so how, I think in Legally Blonde, she had one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think she had an orange one in Legally Blonde. Um, and so that's interesting that they now have more budget. Because I remember hearing that in the first season, they had, like, literally no budget. And it was so, so hard. And then, like, by the third or fourth season, they had designers asking to be on their show. Like, Oh, clothing. yeah. I mean, like, you, you, there's going to be a bunch of different locations which means more budget they're filming more in like bigger parts of the city like you look at the show now and like where they were able to film and like oh my god crew and the fashion (laughs) yeah like it's kind of crazy the show they probably have a huge budget and then it's sixth season i mean it was such a popular show oh my god i know um okay final thoughts all right final thoughts does your rating change I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. I think it does. I enjoyed it more when we re- when we watched it on Saturday night because I do think this show it really depends on like the that your state of viewing. <laughs> this is like a Monday after work. I, I had to go. <laughs> I have to go grocery shopping in like ten minutes. It's almost seven o'clock. Like I think my viewing experience is tainting my actual ability to give an objective. Result, so I'm just gonna stick with my original number, which I think was a three point five. No, a three. You said three. It was a yeah. three. Yeah, mine's also um, three. It's gonna stay you know at three. Like it wasn't super funny. It had some good plot lines. I really liked the ca- the character of John Slattery, and I liked that they had some continuity that he lasted more than two episodes because yes, that never too. happens with anyone on this show other than serious boyfriends. They don't actually yes. talk about like dating that there's these in-between things yes. where you know uh and so yeah i thought the fashion was pretty god awful in this episode as was the hair and yeah i'm giving it a three because i think i think now the episodes i don't know if i'm gonna give a two anymore things are just I'm, looking up things are looking up i'm giving it a three because um yeah i mean i think that the plot is developing um, and what's interesting is that, um, which we were saying Saturday, like the reason why I'm not giving it a high rating is like Samantha and Charlotte, I, again, their plot lines, character plot lines are like punch, like they're kind of punchline characters. Like, yeah. it's like, Oh, like, you know, it's just like, not really like, we're not really getting to know their characters, but it's interesting that like Carrie and Miranda you know, are the ones that are consistently, like, having their plot kind of carried out. And I I wonder why they chose that for Miranda. I mean, maybe, like we were saying, like, Samantha and Charlotte are, like, on the opposite ends of the spectrum. We have one who's super, super sexual and the other one who's, like, kind of a 
a prude and innocent. So I think Miranda's like the other kind of complex character. Um, yeah, Seth and, and I Carrie. think it, it speaks to just the the fact that these characters aren't super well written, Samantha and Charlotte. So the plot really isn't going to go anywhere because the character isn't. There's not a lot of depth to them right now. Whereas Miranda, they've shown that. Um, and Carrie's obviously the protagonist and star of the show. So her character is just going to automatically be developed. And I think you really only see Charlotte develop as a character in maybe when she starts having trouble conceiving. Yeah. Yeah. And then Samantha, Our, it's not yeah. for a while. It's, it's just with Richard. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, that was guys. the episode, friends. All right, guys. Let us know if how you feel about the new format of us watching it. Um, <laughs> Heather has said that she will fast forward through the parts. So let us know. Is it fun to kind of listen as we listen? Or is it like annoying? And or is it prefer, misery? Or is it misery? And we're open to feedback. Um, but this is kind of more of the style of how we'd watch it because we love watching it together and making commentary about it. It was so much fun. We did it last week when you were here. I wish you were still in New York. All right. Well, uh, see you next week, our little politicos. So next week we have season three, episode three, Attack of the Five Foot Ten Woman. And we have a Natasha run-in. And Can't it's a wait. great, great episode. So we will see you all next week, shorties. See you next week, Shawty. All right. <laughs> Bye.